This episode is brought to you by Her Time. Do you struggle with bloating, cramping, or moodiness? The Her Time formula has been carefully and lovingly crafted to give your body the nutrients it needs to support and balance your monthly hormonal changes. It's suitable for women of all ages and stages of their life. Her Time assists the body to make the right amount of progesterone suitable for your body at its relevant stage. You can check us out on all social platforms at Mixers, M-I-X-H-E-R-S, or on our website at Mixers.com. Hi, I'm Jess, a women's health enthusiast raising my family around the world, and like you, I'm a girl who's seeking solutions. And I'm Cody, a holistic health practitioner, functional nutritionist, and a period problem solver. Did you know that periods don't have to feel like a monthly curse? That's right. We want every girl to actually look forward to her time of the month because our periods can tell us so much about our health. It's time we start seeing our periods as our girl superpower. Yep. We are here to change the conversation about periods and everything else related to our health and happiness. Let's talk. Okay, we're here again with Jenny from Shrink the Mutant. And if you are new to this episode, you need to go back to watch Jenny's first episode. She opened up to us about her holistic approach to surviving, hoping to continue on this journey with holistic and a, a holistic approach to mm-hmm. all of her treatments. To fighting cancer. Absolutely. Yeah. So Jenny is a breast cancer and Thriver. Thriver. I love that. Yeah. I love Thriver. Yeah. I loved in the first episode, Jenny talked with us about, um, she opened up about her holistic approach and how we had the conversation mm-hmm. about how to inform your family members, your friends about this choice that you are making. And you opened up about telling your family, I just need you to remain positive for me. And I don't need your everyday input on my approach. Jenny has told us that she has tips for friends and how to support. Yeah. Three keys. Can we start with that today? Yeah. Yes. So there's three simple keys anyone can do, whether you're a coworker or a friend or a family member outside of the household. And it's so simple. First of all, you offer a specific task. That was really hard for me to say. I don't know why. Offer a specific task. So an example of that could be, I would love to grow grocery shopping for you. And then the second thing is you're going to offer doing that on a specific day. So I would love to go grocery shopping for you on Tuesday or Thursday next week. And then the third thing is within a specific time frame. And I can bring those groceries to your house between 3 and 5 p.m. on one of those days. Which day would work better for you? So when you are specific, that is so helpful for the person. And it reduces the burden on them. Because when we go to the person and say, "Uh, you're on my mind, I'm praying for you, and I'd really like to help you, let me know what I can do. How can that completely puts the burden on? I mean, a woman specifically to be like, you know what, actually, yes. Could you go grocery shopping for me on this day at this time? It's it's so helpful and mm-hmm. takes the thinking out of it. Yes. For the person in this situation. I love that tip. Yes. And there's simple things, even if you're just like down the street from someone and you don't know them well, one of the things that happens in our neighborhood, I still to this day don't know who does it, is that somebody rolls our trash cart back to our garage and they know I still do my IVs and stuff. Um, And so even little things like that, you don't have to be known for what you're doing. Just do something. Acts of kindness. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. That's good. So Jenny, I want to dive a little bit deeper into you sharing about how you were a young adult 
mm-hmm. when you were given. Yeah. And what does that mean? What does that How mean? Yes. So in the medical community, a young adult is either adolescent through 40 or 20 to 40 years old. And I was diagnosed in my mid thirties. And so I was therefore automatically labeled a young adult during this. And we talked a little bit before about how it also means there's other things to think about, right? So um, when you're pre-menopausal, you have different hormones going on in your body. You might still be using birth control, all different kinds of things. And when I was diagnosed uh, on a phone call, by the way, uh, the practitioner said, and by the way, if you have not stopped taking your birth control pill, you have to stop today. Do not even take another one today. Do not take it again. And that was my first foray into like, Oh, what's wrong with birth control pills? Right. So tell us why that is, because I know I talk a lot about how important it is for us to become educated about birth control and its effects, but also to be educated on other, other alternatives, you know, to birth control, because there are so many risks that a lot of times our doctors don't share with us. So please share Mm -hmm. a little bit about what you know about that subject. So even with the birth control pill in relation to cancer, the longer you take it, the greater risk you have. And it is a 30% higher risk increase of getting a hormone-driven cancer, a female uh, fertility cancer, whether that's ovarian, uterus, breast cancer, that type of thing. And so it's naturally upping your risk for cancer. And I don't think most women know that. Um, It's just stopping their period. It's just getting rid of the inconvenience of having a period. Not everyone. Right. But that a lot of times it's for acne. It's for irregularity. It's for PCOS. It's for things that aren't anything to do with actually preventing a pregnancy, right? Right. It's this completely changing our chemical constituents really in our body and messing up how our bodies were made to work. Actually, yes. Yes. And I like to try to tell people now that I know better and live the experience of like, oh, your period doesn't have to be horrible. And there are things that you can do without medication that can help you have a calm, if I could say that, um, period. Shows that. That's, I mean, that's what our that's whole what message our whole is. Mission is about. Yeah. Yes. That's the truth. And we, we want to go about it working with your body and not just forcing your body to work harder. Yes. So in my standard of care world, when I found out that my cancer was hormone driven uh, and that I wasn't supposed to be on hormonal birth control, I said, well, do I need to go to like an endocrinologist, you know, somebody that works with the hormones in the body? And they looked at me and said, no. (laughs) And so that's another example too of, you know, certain practices think really small systematically, They're right? And a box. That's their specialty, yes, right? Yes. Whereas when I went to the naturopathic clinic, that was one of the first things that that naturopathic doctor did with me was run a panel of tests, including a full hormone panel and went, oh, you're extremely estrogen dominant. So if you have estrogen driven cancers, we don't want your estrogen to be so dominant in your body. So let's try to get that back in balance. And she gave me a multitude of ways to help my liver detox so that estrogen wasn't recirculating through my system and getting stuck and therefore driving cancer. And so uh, she taught me to eat lots of cruciferous vegetables. I was doing things to detox, uh, you know, sweating, moving my body, doing infrared red saunas, lowering my inflammation, stuff like that. Um, So that first month that I was diagnosed and had to quit the pill 
literally cold turkey, which I do not recommend, by the way. Um, yeah, but you know, that, for you, you, that was a very you do what you have to do. Yes. Uh, so it was a wild roller coaster ride that first month, I'll be honest. But my estrogen dominance and my progesterone level balanced back out in less than three months just by doing those. Uh, holistic type thing. So it's totally possible. And I've honestly, and I don't mean this like bragging, but just to say again, it's possible. I've never had a painful period since. Right. Because a lot of times women that have painful periods or other PMS symptoms or other hormonal imbalance symptoms, that is usually a sign that there is estrogen dominance. Um, and so it's important to pay attention. I, I often call our period our fifth vital sign because it is telling us so much about what's going on with our overall health. And in fact, I've worked with people that say their period is actually what saved their life because they mm-hmm. were able to recognize that there was something off based on the changes that they're experiencing with their period. And so, and I love that you're giving hope too, because a lot of these, um, strategies, you know, these lifestyle strategies, nutritional strategies, things like that. A lot of times we think, oh, that's really nice, but we think it's not going to be enough. And really food and lifestyle are the most powerful medicine that we possibly can have that mindset. So I love that you're bringing that up and that you have had um, success with that. And so I'd love for you to kind of dive into that a little bit more with our audience and just kind of share some of the things that you felt like were most effective for you as far as these um, other lifestyle, nutritional, you know, other, other life little techniques that you, that you used. Is that all right? Yes, that's great. Um, well, overall I was sweating multiple times a week, like intense infrared sauna sweating, which is you drip sweat off of parts of your body that you didn't know had pores basically. (laughs) Infrared actually goes in deep through tissues and actually goes to a cellular level. So it's very detoxifying. It's like you're sweating from yourself. I love that. Yes, exactly. Um, so that helped reduce the burden on my liver and, uh, We did lots of juicing. And again, not that juicing itself is going to change estrogen in your body, but it's the idea of our whole body working together as opposed to just one gland producing estrogen. Uh, You guys know estrogen also gets stored up in our fat cells. And so uh, again, with sweating and infrared sauna and exercising, I was also walking a lot. So there is also, there are studies with breast cancer patients that you have a much lower chance of recurrence, meaning cancer coming back if you do daily movement, but especially walking. They they weren't trying to show that you had to do this intense cardio workout, but if you walk, yes, three miles per hour, uh, which is not that fast paced. So mm-hmm. yes, uh, for about 30 minutes a day or 150 minutes a week. So walking, uh, I mentioned eating cruciferous vegetables. So also, especially the week before my period, and I do use a period tracking app and that helped me in the first, I would say like six months, learn my body and like learn what the signals were that my body was doing. Cause I could look at it like with the calendar, with the information that app was giving me and being like, Oh, that's what that is. (laughs) That's what's going on. Okay. Um, So having something like an app that you can rely on to give you um, insights, that was really helpful for me. And, you know, there's like liver cleansing teas. That's probably a poor way of saying that, but 
supporting your liver detoxification, supporting your, um, lowering your inflammation in your body so that your body's not in fight or flight mode all the time and that it can release those extra nasty cells, uh, you know, the extra fat cells. Like when your body's not in fight or flight, it's not clinging on to everything, thinking it's going to need to support you sometime when there's no food left or whatever. So just trying to do things overall to really nourish my body with good whole food plant-based. And for me, I'm not saying this is for every person and it's not for every cancer patient, but for me, I needed to do, you know, gluten-free, vegan, no sugar, no soy. And that means reading ingredient labels. Every ingredient label I read, when I'm at a restaurant, I ask questions and I am not afraid to ask for something else I need, such as being like, hey, can I just have for my meal, can I please just have like steamed broccoli and cauliflower and carrots? Please don't fry them in anything, just steam them. Exactly. And, and I know that that feels awkward and uncomfortable when you first start doing that, but you're not alone. There are many of us out there doing these special you know, requests when it comes to ordering our food and things. But I often talk about on this, how linked our gut and our liver yes. is, right? And so that's why it's important for you to remove a lot of the foods that may be causing this inflammation because there is some level of intolerance that you may be dealing with. And so it's very important for us to support healthy gut health. So then in turn, our liver's not having to do pick up the slack of where maybe things weren't functioning properly in the mm-hmm. gut. Um, and so it's so important for you to do all the things that you possibly can, um, eating the right foods, but then also maybe finding out which foods you are maybe intolerant to. So I always recommend people take a gut test, yes. uh, something you can actually order and do at home. Um, you don't even have to have a doctor to do that um, and find out exactly what is, what's living down there mm-hmm. and, you know, and what you are sensitive to that right there will make a huge difference with your inflammation. And it takes a lot of the burden off of our liver when it comes to metabolizing estrogen as an example, and then detoxification. So I love, love, love the steps and tips that you're sharing with this. And drinking lots of water. Can we, do we need to say that anymore? But drinking half your body weight in ounces at least of water, right? At least. Absolutely. I love it. All really good tips and all free. Yes. (laughs) Danny, did you implement all of those strategies all at one time or did you slowly add in like, Well, in my situation, I'm at being a cancer diagnosis. Yes. I did the cold turkey birth control and priority level. Yes. Right. Um, now I will say I had been gluten-free because of my thyroid health. I was the gut health connection with your thyroid. Um, I had been gluten-free for two or three years before that. And that was a slower process. That was a, when we finished the loaf of bread, we didn't get gluten bread anymore. It was you know, made it a long lasting thing. Um, yeah. So I think it just depends on what your priorities were. Mine was a life altering disease. And so it was a, we need to do this now if we're going to try to, you know, save myself. (laughs) Um, I did just pull this out of my wallet. So I'm going to show this as a quick little thingy. Um, this is just like a business card size thing that I keep in my wallet and I have another one like in my purse. So when I travel or when I go to a restaurant, um, I can say out loud my needs, but also if the waiter or waitress, the server needs to take it back to the chef, they can have something that's just easily, they can look at it and go, oh, okay, got it. Yeah. And it makes it more official, right? <laughs> yes. 
Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. All right. We've got one more minute because time flies when we're having fun. I would love it, Jenny. Is there anything, one major message that you would love to um, share with our audience that that you think is super important? Yes. I think overall, just know that it is possible to thrive with cancer, that cancer is not a sentence. It is a word mm-hmm. and that it is completely possible to have hope and that that is probably the biggest thing is if you know somebody with cancer, if you do have cancer is lock into those stories of hope to those people that have been in remission and even those radical remission stories, find testimonies of that and lean into that because it's totally possible. There's thousands and thousands of us that have lived with cancer for years. Yes. Thank I you, Jenny. Thank hope. you. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure getting to know you and you have shared so much valuable information with us. Thank you. All right. We'll talk soon. I'm sure. Yep. Thank care. you. Bye. Thanks everyone. This episode is brought to you by Her Power. Show up in life focused, on point, full of energy, but without the crash and habit-forming behaviors that caffeine can cause. Her Power is a non-stimulant energy supplement that provides stamina, concentration, mental support, and mind clarity. Struggle with a racing mind, anxiety, or feel consistently tired? Her Power is your answer. Check us out on social media at Mixers, M-I-X, H-E-R-S or at mixers.com.